And we want to get to one of the victors uh, that that is standing by live, and that is Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis. She joins us. Good morning to you, Congresswoman. It's, it's great to be with you, Dominic. It's odd hearing you say good morning. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a, a great, a great election night for you and uh, and your party. We'll get to Mrs. Zeldin in a second. But how do you explain your victory and Republicans uh, appear to definitely have the House? Well, look, I I, uh, I thank my constituents. I thank the people of Staten Island, Southern Brooklyn, who have elected me to continue to serve them for another two years to go to Washington and fight for them uh, to bring you know their concerns uh, to the forefront. Uh, I, I take it as a credit that they appreciate the work that I've been doing, that they know that I've been fighting relentlessly for them, and that we have the solutions to address a lot of the crises that we have been facing that, quite frankly, were created under one-party Democrat rule. You know, we have a solution to secure our border. It's the Border Security Act for America. Uh, We have uh, a bill that would give parents uh, a bill of rights to know what's in their children's curriculum and what they're being taught, give them a say in that. We have uh, solutions to support our law enforcement, give them the tools that they need to do their job to keep us safe. But Nancy Pelosi has not allowed any of these bills to come to the floor. So I'm hopeful with a majority in the House that we will not only see these bills, but we will have much more leverage to push back against some of the disastrous policies of President Biden. We have to make America energy independent again. We need to ramp up energy production to reduce the the cost that people are you know, paying at the pump and at the supermarket, uh, all related to energy. Uh, and, and as I said, securing the border and putting sustainable uh, economic policies, not inflationary policies in place. How, and we are chatting uh, with Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, who won decisively on this election uh, night. Uh, how can we expect, with Republicans taking control of Congress, how are things going to change, and what is it going to mean for the Biden administration? Well, I, you know, as I said, you know, a lot the crises that we're facing right now have been created under one-party rule, and I think whether you speak to Democrats, independents, or Republicans, they're desperate just to see a balance. You know, we don't have common sense in a lot of these pieces of legislation that we're seeing being passed. Uh, and these policies, they don't make sense. They're not for the American people. And so I think by restoring a sense of balance uh, where, you know, you're going to have a, a, a Democratic president in the White House for at least the next two years. But if we get a Republican House and, and hopefully a Senate, then you'll see a, a balance where we need to work together and compromise and get somewhere in the middle. And I think that's what people want, because the pendulum has just swung too far to the left. And they're feeling the ramifications of, you know, really, uh, you know, radical policies, quite frankly, being put in place. Congresswoman Malia Takis, it appears as of right now, and, and, and these figures could change, but it appears that the head of the uh, Democrats campaign arm, Sean Patrick Maloney, has been defeated. Uh, and it looks like uh, Mr. Lawler, the uh, first time, first term uh, assemblyman from uh, Rockland County, has won. Does Mr. Maloney's uh, defeat, does it surprise you? Well, you know, it's interesting turn of events, because if you remember, uh, he was the one who worked so hard to try to gerrymander the maps uh, to try to put somebody like me in the 
a much more difficult uh, position in, in the election. Uh, they tried to connect Staten Island with Park Slope, Brooklyn, to tilt the scale to give you know, Max Rose, who I had beat two years ago, a better chance of coming back. And when we sued, we were able to successfully get an independent master to redraw those maps, and we got fair maps across the state. And that is why you'll see more Republicans uh, returning to Washington, uh, representing our state, than we currently have. Uh, and, and, and you know what? It, it almost seems like uh, some type of justice was served here, where Sean Patrick Maloney, who was the architect behind that, along with you know Senator Gianaris from Queens, um, to see him be defeated by Mike Lawler, who, by the way, I think will be a tremendous asset to us in Washington uh, and help, again, restore that balance that I'm talking about. Uh, I think it's interesting. I mean, look, it's still, it's still not settled yet, but it looks like Mike Lawler uh, is, is winning that race. And, I, again, I think, um, you know, I, I never understood why Sean Patrick Maloney wanted to take that job to be the, the DCCC chairman because that's really becoming the spokesperson for Nancy Pelosi and all these horrible policies. And in a district like that, which was a pretty much a swing district, I thought it was a dangerous position for someone who claims to be a moderate Democrat to take. Congresswoman Amalia Takis, we know you're tired. It's been a long, long day for you, so I'm not going to keep you much longer. But again, things are still very sketchy at this hour, 12, 13 a.m., November 9th. Uh, you know, the election, the dust is still hasn't settled. It appears as of right now, as of right now, the race is still very, very close but the seat to replace Democrat Tom Swansea on Long Island, the Republican uh, George uh, Santos is barely ahead, uh, 50.9% to to 49.1% for Robert Zimmerman, the Democrat. So Republicans have a shot of taking Swansea's uh, seat as well. What does that say to you, Congresswoman Malia Takis? You know, it, it, it's the same. It's the same thing. When we have fair redistricting, when we have fair maps, uh, Republicans have the opportunity to win in New York. Uh, and I think George Santos is a great candidate. I've gotten to know him personally. Um, I think he would be a great asset for those of us who are fighting for balance and common sense and public safety. Um, and and I've enjoyed serving with with Mr. Swazi. He's been a great member, somebody I felt that I could work with on a bipartisan basis. But as you know, he's chosen to uh, retire, actually ran for governor, uh, but was unsuccessful in the primary. Um, but I think George Santos, uh, you know, I think Long Island in general coming out very strong for Lee Zeldin uh, and and as a result has swept in a lot of these uh, seats here. We may have all, we may take all four seats in Long Island by, by the time uh, this is all done. And it's interesting. And this is my last question for you so that you can get some rest. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, talk to me about Lee Zeldin right now. He didn't concede. You just heard him live on WABC. Uh, as it stands right now, uh, the vote is not as close as was expected, but all the votes have not yet been counted. As it stands, uh, 54% for Hoku, 45% for Zeldin. Talk uh, as it relates to the race that Zeldin ran. Well, look, I, I think uh, Lee ran a, a good race, and he really uh, spoke to the issues that New Yorkers are concerned about. Um, and if you look, you know, the fact that it was this close and, uh, you know, still counting probably will get closer, it just, it just shows you that 
you know, there's a almost half of New Yorkers that are very concerned with the direction uh, New York is going under one-party Democrat rule. I think um, the one thing New York truly does need if we're going to address the public safety crisis we're facing, if we're going to address the uh, taxation, the cost of living that is driving our friends, our neighbors, our family members out, uh, then it's a balance. And I hope uh, if Governor Hochul uh, does end up prevailing tonight, uh, I hope that she takes notice that there are millions of New Yorkers who feel that we need to get a little more in the center here, uh, that the pendulum has swung too far to the left. And I hope she's heard the New Yorkers who have said they are concerned about public safety, that they truly want our lawmakers to do something about it. And I think it begins with fixing these disastrous policies, whether it's the bail law, whether it's the raise the age, uh, which has become more of a gang recruitment act, uh, or maybe it's the the more is less the more is less act, uh, which allows people who are out on parole to commit more crimes and they don't actually have to go back to jail if they commit more crimes automatically like they used to. Those crimes uh, that are being committed by repeat offenders, obviously very concerning to New Yorkers. Uh, and we're tired of reading about these attacks on the subway, on the streets, unprovoked attacks. We need to do something more about mental illness. You know, Governor Cuomo closed beds in our state. He needs to add more beds to our, med- uh, our mental illness facilities uh, to get these individuals treated. It cannot be a revolving door as, as it is. So I hope at the minimum this has really um, you know, woken the Democratic Party up about you know, the direction they've taken this state and how uh, many, many New Yorkers uh, from all parts of our great state are very upset. So uh, quite frankly, if we didn't lose so many people to Florida and other states over the last couple of years, perhaps the outcome would be very different tonight. Uh, but sadly, those people gave up on our state. Uh, they left for greener pastures. Let's not mu- lose more of our population. Let's work together uh, to fix New York so we can all be very proud and safe and, 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 and have our businesses be prosperous and bring tourism back. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, who won decisively tonight her reelection effort, thank you so much for joining us live here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic. Good night. Thank you.